You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, and streaming live on Ustream. This is AfterBuzz TV for Terra Nova. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest Terra Nova news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, picking up where the show leaves off, and the buzz continues, it's After Buzz TV for Terra Nova! Welcome, welcome, girls. How are you this week? What's going on, everybody? It's After Buzz TV Terra Nova edition. Wait, I'm confused, though. There was no episode tonight. Well, right. no episode, but we're still doing Terra Nova. It's a special. It's all about Terra Nova. There no you go. What. I love it. My <laughs> my hosts are dedicated. And speaking of my hosts, I am Phil Svitek. Tonight, <laughs> I am joined by Kendra. We'll get to you. <laughs> wow. Still can't get it right. <laughs> Cavasel. Thank you. Kendra Cavasel. There we go. Yes. Thank you, Phil. I told you I'd learn the name. It just took good. me a moment. That was good. Uh, we are joined by Kristen Carney. And Gabrielle Loren. Yes. Who has a name commonly misspelled on, in our studio yes. shows. How do you spell it, Phil? Uh, G- wow, nervous. No, 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 I can write out G-A-B-R-I-E-L-L-E. Last names, capital L, obviously, O. L-O-R-E-N. There Good you go. job. I honestly can't spell out loud. Like, if you oh give me a God. piece of paper, I could write it out. But spelling- You just spelled out loud. Yeah, no, but yeah, I suck at good. it. No, anyway, uh, so Terra Nova, we are here, and uh, we are in Studio B for those of you uh, listening. Um, you know, last time, our first episode that we ever did here, we didn't have cameras. Now we do. It was like a radio show. Yeah, yes. and, and it uh, was in this room. And you guys couldn't see the difference, but um, it was actually a whole different set. So we've now revamped it, and these girls love it. Yes. Yeah. We want to sleep here. That's how much we love it. <laughs> and they hate carpet. me so much that they've said, you can't be on camera. <laughs> <laughs> we, we made him stay off camera for this episode. We took the fourth chair and gave it to a bum. <laughs> <laughs> it's just sitting in the corner. <laughs> yes. So anyway, uh, as we said, this is a very special episode that we're kind of going to do. We're going to talk about, um, we kind of each, you know, decide to, to bring in a topic that we'd like to talk about. And um, so why don't we... The, Let's go ahead and start with Kristen's, which is talking about the Sixers. So, Kristen, take us away. I wanted to talk about the Sixers because I feel like the Sixers kind of gave life to the show that I felt like it really needed. I feel like the Sixers, from the start, should have maybe been a little bit more in the eye. And um, when I was looking up um, some gossip on the show, um, some of the articles were saying that the last episode was probably the best episode out, out of the three. Has it been three or four? Four. 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 Out of the four. Um, and so we should call them the fourers instead of the sixers. It's the best episode. Um, but, yeah, most of the people are just like, you know what, they gave it a little bit more more um, grit and a little bit more realistic uh, mm-hmm. uh, energy with with the – Well, let me uh... – Wait, can I make a correction? I thought that there was five episodes. No, I'm it's – pretty sure there was five. No, the last one was episode four called The Runaway. Well, because it says – um, 
It says that the seventh episode is on November seventh. You know what? It could. Here, here's what it so... technically episode the the pilot episode was considered two. Oh, okay. So yeah, gotcha. Because I was like, well, that's what I read online, so I was just confused. By the way, it, it's really weird that they would consider it two. Like there was no actual break. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? So yeah. it's just. It's just two one. episode yeah. and one. Yeah. yeah. Trying to okay. get more cred. Um, but by the way, let me uh, you know, not to get us off topic of this. Um, we'll definitely return. But it, you know, since that was the best episode, what do you guys think? Like, does it hurt their chances? Like, they just came off of what people are saying the best episode, and now we have this week break. Yeah, it's like um, it's like in football, you have a bye week, and you have the energy of the fans. It's like we're going, we're winning, we're going, or we're losing. You know, you're going, you're going. And then all of a sudden it's a bye week, and it just kind of throws the rhythm off. And so I think it was a bad – I don't know why they didn't have an episode today, but I think if it was a strategic move, it wasn't a good – I think move. I think what, did someone mess up and was like, all right, Halloween's you know on that right, week, right, right. we're gonna take off. Wait, wait, and then someone was like, oh on the crap, 24th. that's the yeah, wrong day. Right, they're all probably sense. at a Halloween party right now, looking a little ridiculous in their costumes this week. Yeah. So I don't know. It may lead to some anticipation for the next one. You well, know, all the fans, the true fans. Maybe in Australia they celebrate Halloween the week before. Australia, they don't even really celebrate. Halloween. So, I was there, yeah. and I was the crazy American who was celebrating, <laughs> and everyone was on the street just like, because it's yeah, really not it's, an Australian It's an holiday. American thing. They don't do it in Europe either. They have carnival instead. Yeah. So, so there you go. But, uh, you know, it's just interesting. Anyway, um, continue on with the Sixers. Yeah, I so, I mean, basically, that's really, you know, basically the consensus. Um, so I don't know what you guys think. Um, if you felt like you, if you were bored by the show, if you were more excited by the last episode, or if you've been steady all along with the same opinion about the show. I personally feel like my opinion went up um, from the last episode. Yeah, it's been growing on me too. I don't know how it'll, you know, continue to to go in terms of energy and conflict, but I'm looking forward to the next one, so I think that's a positive. Yeah, it left us hanging a little bit more. It did. And do do you have any, like, specific comments that people are saying on these sort of forums and blogs? Um, no, I don't have any, like, specific ones, um, but, uh, the, the main, basically, basically I'll just kind of say, I, I know we're going to get into nitpicking, but, um, a lot of people were saying, um, that the last, that the first three episodes, quote, had too much fluff, Mm -hmm. and so, um, this last episode, basically, they weren't using that. You know, they were basically well, saying they, they again. Took I, I I think we we've we've talked about it on this show. It was uh, when we you know the first couple episodes we talked about the fi- family dynamic things like that. And uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I think the reason why people tuned into this show was for that mystery. You know, I mean, correct? Mm-hmm. Am I am I getting it wrong on your guys' end? Was that what you guys were looking for? You th- wait. Did you do you mean viewers like, were going into the show hoping there was gonna be mystery? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's that's when I you know you ha- have that element of like it's sci-fi. It's gonna be you know mm-hmm. it's gonna bring you to like another place and you're gonna be all mystified by it. And I feel like I didn't get that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what I saw on the on the comments, and it was kind of a consensus that people expected more sci-fi effects and less drama, kind of similar to what you said, Phil. Right, because it turned out to be more more about yeah. the family dynamic. Right. But again, I think um, you know, it, for me, because because I've done After Buzz, I've kind of learned to understand TV a little better, and it, it it's sort of almost like an unfortunate thing. But like when we first started Boardwalk Empire. 
I actually didn't like it, and then it kind of, and most of the people that I talked to and, and, you know, fans of ours didn't like it initially either. But obviously, as the season progressed, you know, I mean, Boardwalk Empire, it's 18 nominations for Emmys. Um, so, so I think as we kind of go, it will get very, very good to the point that people want it to be. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But based on storyline or based on the graphics and effects? I think based on storyline. I mean, th- I think the, the, the storyline will propel the graphics. Mm-hmm. I mean, would you guys agree? I mean, that, that's the whole point right now is it was, there was no graphics because it's the family dynamic. But as we venture out into this world of Terra Nova, we're going to see more dinosaurs. We're going to see more battles between Sixers and Terranovians, right? I'd yes. hope so. But I, I mean, with your point with um, Boardwalk Empire, um, I know you, you didn't like it from the start, but a show, and you know that I like Boardwalk Empire, mm-hmm. but a show like that, I felt like from the beginning really set the scene, where they were, who they were, the drama that was to come, and I feel like with the, sh- with the way they started this show out, you didn't really know you didn't really know where they were going with it. Like there was no, it's almost like knowing your identity. And I feel like a show like Boardwalk Empire from the, from the get go, regardless if it was really like a favorite show or not, knew its identity. And I feel like this show is searching for its identity a little bit. And with the Sixers, I I feel like they're finding it a little bit more, but I think it's planned that way. No, I mean, here's what I will say with, with a show like Boardwalk Empire, you kind of know, you know, it's going to, in writing, it's called the uh, inciting incident, and so the inciting incident is what sets everything in motion. And um, you know, with a show like this, it's kind of harder to pick out what that inciting incident is and what um, you know exactly everything means. And uh, you know, the, the inciting incident also lends itself to what the obligatory scene, i.e., like the climax of the series, what has to happen for the season to end. And so, you know, it wasn't as clear. You know, Boardwalk Empire, I feel like, is sort of more easier to pick that out, whereas with this show, it's not. And that's not saying that's a bad thing, but that's the nature of kind of a mystery thing, you know, when you're kind of figuring out as you go. Yeah. I mean, pilots are notoriously, you know, known for finding their characters. Like, if you watch Seinfeld, the first two seasons of Seinfeld are completely different from the last seven um, in terms of the character dynamic. Like, they didn't, didn't even have a lane to begin with. So I feel like the show just seems to me a little bit it just doesn't know itself exactly yet. They may have everything planned out, but I feel like the actors have to come to their own, and I feel like, not not that they're not performing, but finding, like, their levels of themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I just think the show started a little bit, it just seemed like a little bit um, unfamiliar, and it started playing around with its own little body to figure out who it was. Well, I mean... And then it we, figured out its sexuality. I don't know. We do know that, I mean, uh, it, this was a show many years... <laughs> this is just... Wait, I'm sorry. This is just, like, hard for me because um, because a show like like Boardwalk Empire, like, I, I can't even get into it. Basically, my, my opinion of the show is I just think it's growing, but I just feel like the beginning, first three episodes, were a little weak. That's all. I gotta say it. I gotta get off my chest. All right, fair enough. You got, I mean, Kendra, you're making a face. Uh... I mean, I think that's part of their plan, which is what you kind yeah, of. Yeah, but why said would someone with... plan to be weak at the beginning of their but like? Not, no, I don't it... mean planning to be weak, but just planning to kind of, you know, insert a few items or ingredients as we go along in order to keep people. Yeah, watching. I don't like that strategy. See, Hitler, I Hitler the... wouldn't have gone with that strategy. I think the fir- the pilot was the best thus far. Oh. Really? Yes, I do. I think. 
the two hour. I mean, we were how much more? Think about it. When we were in that screening room, we were so interested in what was going on. We kept making comments the whole time, <laughs> like kids in a movie theater. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. we couldn't sit still. So I feel like I don't know. My opinion, the pilot was the best. Yeah, I did like the pilot. See? Felt like it so the off. third episode was the one. She didn't like yeah, but then, then I, but then I, you know, I was, I was, I, I could, I saw right through it after the, you know, after I got out of the screen. I, I liked the fourth though. I think I did like the when fourth. When I started to get more emotionally invested, was that the fourth? The one that I missed. Yeah. Wah, Sorry. Wah. <laughs> well, again, I, I think, uh, you know, no writer chooses to have a bad episode. Um, and I think, well, speaking to your point, you know, uh, Terra Nova was many years in the making. It was a lot of people coming in and out, um, and so finally they kind of settled on who the showrunners would be, uh, how the show would be, and so I think maybe you're seeing remnants of that initial stage of like we don't we don't even have the uh, the people set yet, let alone what this show is. But I think now you know you you could be right; they're finally finding their groove. But I, that's not for me. I, I was always entertained, you know, mm-hmm. so. That's just me. But didn't people think, correct me if I'm wrong, like, I know Breaking Bad's such a hit show, and didn't people think in the beginning of Breaking Bad that they weren't, like, you know, sure about it, and then it really picked up a lot of momentum? I'm sure. I mean, you know, a lot of those cable shows kind of do that. Um, And you know what? To to some extent, uh, network shows could, but a a lot of the shows initially, you know, if they're not pulling the ratings, they get canceled. Fortunately, Terra Nova, you know, is getting good ratings and um and and Fox has actually said that you know we're going to stand by this show for a while you know and we're going to let and I like that kind of mentality you know cuz okay um I think that what uh Gabby's going to give us this more news and gossip but it's around 9 million correct 8 million 8 million okay well so this was part of the news and gossip then <laughs> well well that's what I was going to ask because the pilot had 9 to 10 million view- viewers right the, um. Well, then, Phil, you had that fact. Was well, it was, it, it was the, ten million viewers. It was it was about nine million, and it had the, uh, the from week one to week two, it had it sustained the, the, the numbers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know that's great. Uh, you know they may not be great numbers that Fox wanted to necessarily see, but at the end of the day, the numbers from what it seems like are fairly consistent. And so you know what? Um, and that's how a lot of cable shows actually survive. At the end of the day, I mean, there's. Own has the some of their shows have two hundred thousand viewers. Well, you know, you say that's bad. No, but they're very loyal two hundred thousand people. No, but actually, that is bad. Their network is not doing well right now. I know. Well, it owns kind of a bad so. thing, but there are um, <laughs> bad oh, example. You guys about Oprah yeah. Winfrey's network. I love Oprah. That. I'm very upset. I think her, the stuff on that channel is awesome. But word in the industry is that she's having trouble with the oh, network. She she's is, working and on uh, it, I mean, there's things I could say about that, but. I don't mean to, but the point is that they're no, they're, <laughs> Phil. They're, say it, say it, say it. I need it. No, no, no. I, I need the grip. You can't tease like that. I know, but uh, the the point being that there are. I mean, honest to God, there are like Tori and Dean. Do you guys watch Tori and Dean? Mm-mm. Can't admit it. Not on the regular. I've seen like <laughs> I've episode. seen it. All right, yeah. fair enough. But like you know, they have their. I think I think they have around four hundred thousand people or something like that. You know, but those fans are so loyal. That you know they'll go out if they have a new perfume line, if they have a new T-shirt, they will go out and buy. It. And so I think, especially with a show like Terra Nova, that you know what to have eight or nine million viewers—that's a very and and if you can have that consistently, that's a very loyal audience base. 
and uh, especially for a show like this that you that's, there's so much mystery surrounding it, you know, you, you have a good following, and you can galvanize that to other avenues. And do we know what like this is really random? But do we know what the ratings were for like Charlie's Angels because they're canceled? So I just wonder like wow, the difference. That yeah. was yeah. It was after the first episode right really was it i, no, I, it was, I think it there was, was a few like maybe two or it three. was three episodes yeah. oh really okay but again uh, um what network was that on abc ABC, yeah but you know um and even for like what i've learned from after buzz tv it there's let's say um like big bang theory i love it to death right but it gets like what's uh 16 million um two and a half men obviously is doing great um it gets whatever almost 18 million like that's insane but People don't necessarily want to talk about it after. Like, what do you? Like, Two and a Half Men was great. Did you remember that show? Blah blah. Like, <laughs> right. so I feel like you know you have something to build here with Terra Nova. Correct. Mm, like I a agree. colony. Yeah. I'm all for Terra Nova. Kristen's the hater. <laughs> every every review I read says what I what I'm thinking, and I just feel like I'm a little bit on the crazy farm in here because I feel like you guys don't agree with me and I'm like wait a second but everything I'm reading is like saying exactly what I'm thinking alright well can we can we get into that That's kind of I agree with some of what she's saying I think but I but your extent of what you're thinking is a lot on a higher level than where, where I'm at you know what I mean <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> <laughs> thank you it's like, it's like, I don't know hopefully that sounded like how I meant it to them <laughs> you're like your brain operates on such a higher level than no mine. but it's like you're more passionate about like you know, like, this, yeah, I like get how very passionate did, about, like, yeah. yeah, so, I mean, I, like, those things are important, yeah. but I'm not as, like, passionately hating, like, well, I don't hate things. it, I don't hate it, but it's, like, I just, again, in here, I feel like I'm, like, like, no, the, you don't hate the show, I think, but I think there's certain details yeah, that yeah, yeah. bother you a lot, yeah, those but what details I'm saying aren't is, like, to me. when I look at them on the internet, yeah. I, every, I'm, I'm like, yeah, that's what I think. And then when I feel like I'm in here, I feel like I'm in the twilight zone. Like, I'm this, like, bad guy. But I really feel like I I feel like my voice is kind of the consensus of what I've been reading. I think that's just, like, everyone agrees with somebody. So you found your people. No, I mean, I read everything. (laughs) No, well, here's here's, here's, a sense. I read everything. Welcome to The View. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm Joy. I'm Joy on The View, so. Well, there's a statistic that says, you know, uh, you're more likely to find what you believe in rather than the other side of it. Right, but I'm not Googling Terra Nova No, I get that. Shallow. <laughs> Terra Nova. I'm Googling Terra Nova. Stalk. <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about this then. Um, I, I'm, not, I'm not hating it. I'm just saying, like, all my takes on it, like all my beef, like mm-hmm. my little pieces of nitpicking beef I, I, are right. corroborated all online. Right. All right, let me. Oh let my me, God, I need. I need a drink. Take a sip drink. Of your drink. I need a drink. Next right. time we're gonna There's put champagne right in there. We will. All right. We're a shot. Let me. Uh, let me kind of refute <laughs> I'm all of it. Feeling neurotic tonight. All right. <laughs> so, um, you know, I've been kind of reading the same things for a lot of it. Um, you know, there's there's people who are saying, why does this cost uh, so much money to make? Um, it's like four million dollars an episode right now, I believe. Um, they they think. Uh, there's some embezzlement going on. Like some people are joking Yikes. about it. No, um, and obviously, kind of people are nitpicking it. But um, let me say this um, right now: uh, th- there's a person who actually disputes what you are, what the the four million dollar cost. Um, so let me read his thing. I can easily see how this show could cost four million dollars an episode. 
I work in film production and have worked on network TV shows as well. The ones I worked on didn't have any CG and still cost at least one to two million an episode. Add CGI and you're a whole new ballpark. These dinosaurs may not look like much, but they are expensive. Also, even though you're seeing a lot of the same sets over and over again, it's still costly. It's not like they build them and then there's no cost. There's no more cost incurred. Props, special effects, lighting, visual effects, stunts, vehicles, etc. It all costs money, not to mention you have the cost of paying all these Americans to film Australia. I'm sure they are incurring lots of transportation costs, too. Um, I believe that the show would cost $4 million. Mm-hmm. All right, so, fine. Yeah, because, like, think I about do. a movie. <laughs> Movies are so much more expensive. Yeah. My, de- well, my deal doesn't cost. But, yeah, I don't. I totally can see how, how that could be disputed, that people wouldn't believe that it would cost $4 million, But Well, here's the thing. I think one of um, – I'm going to get actually – into a pretty good argument about nitpicking and things like that, but um, just just in general, um, I feel like people that are hating on this want the show to be something different. You know what I mean? I, I, I think not to rag on sort of sci-fi fans, but in much of the sense, like, they wish they could write their own thing, have their own comic book, have their own movie, and so if it's not something that they envision, that's not something that they want to get behind. They can yeah. turn off the TV. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Here's how, and part of it is. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> if I don't like Kendra something, Kendra said I, it. No, no. <laughs> I'm just I, being honest. I think it's valid, and I think, um, you know, it's interesting. Like, yeah, a lot of the stuff you're seeing is sort of bad, uh, but I think it's so much easier to hate on something and write something bad about it, and more often than not, to a large extent, you kind of see that versus the other side of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I don't like to see that, but I think that's the predominant case for a lot of things. Do you think the average viewer of the show is a sci-fi fan or is just an average TV watcher? I think sci-fi. I think it's mixed with average TV watchers because it has that drama, you know, word of mouth. Mm -hmm. and Everyone likes a little bit of drama, I think. Gabby, why do you like the show? I know you like the show. So I mean, why? I've said this before. Am I on? I think my mic's off. You are. Off. I can hear you. Hello. Okay, Hi. great. <laughs> I know you guys, Turn like, it off. what I have to say is really valuable. <laughs> you got, you got no. the right. Um, I, I mean, like I've said, I think this is, you know, reminds me a little bit of Lost, but it's nowhere near Lost. Um, and I do, I don't know, I like all of the adventure sci-fi stuff, um, I love, I mean, I loved Jurassic Park when I was a kid. It was one of, like, the movies everybody saw, you know. So, I mean, this is just the next thing for me. I would rather watch this, I think, over, like, I hate to say this, but Gossip Girl. I I you would say that. I know. (laughs) The thing is, like, I used to watch it and stuff, but I really like the mystery type of plot-driven things as opposed to just, like, just drop well no i don't know i can't say that because i i love revenge on you know on tv too i watch revenge whatever i just like this there's a lot of adventure excitement mystery you don't know who's the bad person and i I think that's cool and you don't know things and you're finding out every episode something different so yeah that's all right well um so a lot of people are nitpicking and uh, so I'm going to read <laughs> – no, and here's the thing. It, 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 Chris, they are. I've been reading it. <laughs> no, and, and it sparked and a debate. With You've been authoring yeah. them. <laughs> I've been writing all of yeah. it. <laughs> well, me. It's Kristen on different usernames. <laughs> exactly. Sci-fi fan up. one, sci-fi fan 69. <laughs> I'm lonely. Sci-fi after buzz. <laughs> 
She's like, oops. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it sparked a debate upon whether, like, let me ask you this. Um, let's go around the room. What do you define as nitpicking? Because it's almost sparked that kind of debate. What does nitpicking entail? Kendra, what is nitpicking for you? Well, on this show. No, just, just in oh, general. In general, is, I mean, being picky about every little thing, whether it has relevance or not. Okay. <laughs> go ahead. No. <laughs> Sorry. Nitpicking. See, I'm very familiar with nitpicking because that's what I do to myself all day long, every day. I nitpick myself. Um, it's details, minor details, meaningless, sometimes meaningful, uh, rel- relentless nagging, a lot of nagging, like old, like an old woman just constantly like, to put away the dishes, you know, and that's me. Um, I'm very familiar with the nitpicking, but that's my personal definition as I've never looked it up in a dictionary, but that's what I would take it as, just kind of like a nagging, detail-oriented rant. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I love it. I love every second of it. <laughs> I'm like yeah, out of my mind. What is nitpicking for you? <laughs> um, I mean, it's just, yeah, it's pointing out the smaller things that are maybe not as important. Mm-hmm. It, that's what I define as nitpicking. Not just like any detail, but like small things that you can just easily like let it go in one ear and out the other. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think details. nitpicking could be. Um, it's all interpreted differently, so it's it's like a it's a very um, biased thing. It could mean yeah, yeah it's very subjective. Mm-hmm. It could mean so much to one person, but it could mean nothing to someone else. So I think um, communicating it, lines could get crossed and people could get confused. As you know, def- well, I think a lot of uh, you know a lot of times it has a negative connotation. Right. You know, nitpicking. Yeah. What's, what's your definition, though? Well, I'm not going to give mine. But I am going to read – there's – because there's the debate about, um, you know, some people are saying like when you nitpick plots, story arc, um, characters, etc. It's not nitpicking. That's the show just in general bad. However, there's actually a very good dispute right now. Um, It says, my friend – this is in response to someone. My my friend, I recently found a thread here where the poster complained that the show did not have an introductory episode explaining the – um, plumbing and the electrical power systems. Nitpicking is exactly what is going on here 90% of the time. Let's take um, your examples. So this one person wrote, people um, with 2149 technology are unable to scan or open a small box. This person, um, who I'm, I'm uh, using right now, this is his ref- refute for that. Is there any more ridiculous... Uh, is there anything more ridiculous than the assumption that people with 2149 technology would not be able to build a safe box that would that was protected against scanning and um, forceful opening? Especially considering that the Sixers brought this box along specifically to be a safe hiding place for something while, while other colonists probably did not assume that they would need to bring along safe cracking equipment. Which... He's so he's right. That person who left the first comment is nitpicking the wrong thing because, as I mentioned in the last um, after Buzz discussion, uh, why did he give the box to Malcolm and why did he just put it in like a drawer where you can just set it in without any sort of protection? So I feel like you have to nitpick the right things because that is just kind of all right. Let me, you know, let me let me speak to that point. I don't, you know, I think. You call that, like, why did he give it to Malcolm? You you call that nitpicking, but no, that's just, it's raising a question for us. And within the storyline. Within the storyline, that's right. to be answered. Yes, mm-hmm. that is a very good point. Right, well, nitpicking is, is like the kid at the movies who, like, something happens on the screen, he's like, oh, that would never happen. It's like, I do that a lot. Like, I, I, I get like, well, that wouldn't happen. But, um, but at some point in a show like this, you do have to let it go. 
you have to let things slide. You can't have an explanation for anything. But, it's not like why. It's like you don't. Ha- you can't ask like why is the sky blue every day. It's like you kind of just have to let some things no, exist in shows like this. I think Phil's trying to say that those minor things could be happening for a bigger reason. Like they're not putting the box in the drawer, I guess, a certain way because of me. The person putting it in in the draw maybe has ulterior motives. I don't know. I didn't say drawer again. Episode. I know. I have an accent <laughs> I love from it. New York. I'm sorry. I love it. <laughs> no, but I think, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm glad Gabby's stepping up for me and I hope Kendra is too. I no, agree. It, it is, you know, I, I think what you guys, what, what seems like a lot of people are nitpicking is the fact that, um, you know, it's, it's to be answered later. You're supposed to question that stuff. Right. And not um, about it. Let me read you another nitpick from a, from this kid. I'm like so not popular in the circle right oh, now. I'm not no, talking you about are. You. I'm talking about the. No, I know, oh. but I'm the bad guy. <laughs> you are the I'm the bad guy. <laughs> You're the sixer. Whatever, <laughs> bring it. I'll put paint on my I face when I, I come here. All right, let's <laughs> see. If you agree with this one, this nitpick, then you might be in. But the I just category. said I didn't yeah, agree this, with the last one. Let's well, come up right. with a test for Kristen. We'll tell all the comments and see which one Kristen agrees with. And if she agrees with like nine out of 10, then Then she's a nitpicker. (laughs) She could be. Well, let's see this. The wooden fences with huge gaps successfully, um, pen out dinosaurs. Um, one, uh, it goes on to say basically like, why would you ever build? Well, I said that actually, that's something I mentioned. I I asked about the roof. Well, yeah, the roof. Well, here's what it's. uh, Here's the response. Let's alter that to say successfully penning out big carnivore, carnivorous dinosaurs out. Nobody cares about the small squirrel-sized ones, and you might have seen the last episode where the Sixers traded in iron ore, and it was explained how they had problems finding iron ore because it was so rare in the region. So, what would you expect them to make fences out of? They used what they had at hand. Well, I How's also, that nitpicker? I don't agree. See the the two nitpicks that you just read. I don't agree with those nitpicks. But this is when people are nitpicking. Right. These, it's not like you know I found like the most obscure nitpicks ever in existence. This is what people are nitpicking. Right. So I don't agree with those. What I what I what I see online, um, that I that I agree with is more like um bigger broader. Like what? Broader things like the fluff, um. But that's not a nitpick. That's just a that, that's just a problem you have with the show, right? So I should d- differentiate between problem with the show and nitpick, because those. Are, <laughs> but your sometimes your problems with the show are your, Our your nitpicks. Yeah, <laughs> right. I mean, they the lines cross. It's a it's a fine line. It's a fine line. No, but, but I actually agree with that comment. Like I did mention something about the fence because there's huge gaps in it, and I'm sorry, but if we were all in Terra Nova, I don't care what kind of dinosaur it is. If it's a small one or a big one, it's going to get big anyways, and those things are dangerous. Like, we were obviously not meant to live, like, amongst them. Like, that's scary. See, here's, here's, um, you don't have a nitpick, you have a pet peeve. You well, don't want small dinosaurs no, in your fence. No, but I'm saying, like, that's not really protecting anybody. Yeah, it is from T-Rex, oh, but, then, like, there's the freaking, like, bat dinosaurs yeah, that fly around. That, like, you missed that last time. Yeah, so it's like, they, that's not really protecting them from those, those animals could kill you too, so. Like, well, what? I, but again, I, I it, it's I can't see it being – Kendra, please help me. How is that a nitpick? That's, That's like just, you might as well not, like, make a fence at all. Just, like, let everybody come through. You know what I mean? It's like a white picket fence is not going like, to keep the burglars out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Thank I you. Mean, that was a good one. I mean, I get that. But, again, it's 
You know, that's <laughs> your problem with the society, but that's just the way they built it. Listen, even barbed wire doesn't keep, like, inmates from coming out of jail, so right. it's like, right. you know, I'm sorry, that wasn't... All right, so tomorrow <laughs> I'm putting you three girls to work, and we're redesigning Terra Nova's security what structure. What would you do? <laughs> I have a giant structure. football dome, and then I'd put the Buffalo Bills in there, and they'd play some football. No, well, actually, that's what me and Kristen were speaking about. I think in the very beginning, she was saying that they should put, like, a dome over, the like, a roof over Because they had the, the flying di- They knew there were flying dinosaurs back then. Yeah, they, no. Taylor did. He knew. He said it, right? Or one of the women knew. Somebody knew. And uh, you know what? But looking back, how, like, again, it's very easy for us to go in and, like, hindsight is twenty twenty. But, like... When you have limited resources, for the most part, like you're in a whole new world. Yeah, but yeah. the 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 a, like the actual story has limited resources, but the writers have unlimited resources because you're sitting with a blank piece of paper. They can make it anything but they if, want if to. You're in the dome. So, they, so they should. I just feel like so you I think like about that. those things and make it add up for the viewer, so that the viewer feels satisfied watching, so that you don't have to nitpick anymore. You can just watch. And I just feel like the writers miss that opportunity. I think I figured this out. The more advanced technology you have, the dumber you get, right? Right. Because you're relying on technology. No, and, and I think I think nobody's thinking anymore. They're just making these stupid decisions and not even really protecting themselves because they rely on technology. Think about it. Like all of us today, like I think we're smart when we're inventing things, but like everyone's so into their phones and into this and that. Like the world's changed. We rely on technology now. But if there was a dome, how would that have like how how do they create the story around that? Well, it keeps the re- the de- well, well exactly. in real that, life. Yes, it would keep everything out, and you'd be safe. Right. But so no, then there's no, be no story. There'd be no story. But then get creative. Get creative, and then think of a story because you don't want to like like I said this before when you're writing a joke, you don't want to write the punchline and then just do a premise to fit it. You no. want to have a premise right. and then write a joke. So it's like I feel like by making it easy to write. They're writing the punchline already, and then they're just filling in what the premise is supposed to be because they've made it like the situation for them to write in. So it's like instead of, you know, I don't know. It's It's not a critique of the writers, but I just feel like if you don't want to be nitpicked so much, take the opportunity that you have that blank page and fill it in and make it as like bulletproof Let me say say this on the the defense, uh, you know, because I I produce movies and things like that – if you wrote in that I have to d- build a damn dome when this mi- when the, the pilot episode alone cost twenty million dollars, I would throw that I would throw the damn thing back at you, and I'm gonna they do it on camera. Your face is red. Screw your damn page and your limitless bullshit. You will write a new pilot with damn wood, and you will make it work for the damn show because we don't got. Forty million for your dumb episode. <laughs> Why can't you just find a cheap alternative, like put right. like you <laughs> know a tent for, like, over exactly over top, rent the no tent. No <laughs> what script is that, by the way? It's a dumb one. <laughs> it's one I wrote, and he's like, just die. It's a dumb one. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, no they're leaving it I, open. They give it more chance for different stories, different levels. Right, but I found it's easy. But Let's make dome, it easy on yourself. The dome, they open the door. They well, think it, about Star no, Trek. Like, they're in space and they have a. They're inside something. I mean, there's other... There aren't dinosaurs. Yeah, but there's outer... <laughs> there could be aliens, and there's people there fighting. You know what I mean? Yeah, All right. But... Well, enough of the dome. I feel like right now, the relationship that I have right now is I'm like Rosie O'Donnell, and you're like Elizabeth Hasselbeck. 
<laughs> Phil. Yeah. I, and we're just like gonna go ahead. Let me. Let me. They're gonna do like the side to side right. head, and I'm gonna if be like, I'm a lesbian. If this doesn't win anyone over, then I don't know what will. All right. <laughs> Um, there's a there's nitpick here that says weapons don't work against dinosaurs. Here's the response. It was established earlier how ammo was a problem and how they did not want to interfere in the ecosystem more than necessary. But the larger guns they have create sound waves to scare off dinosaurs. Um, blah blah. And then it goes on and on. So yes, okay. Just by that fact alone, ammo is scarce. Yeah, of course they're not going to go out and, and and go on like Rambo to shoot these dinosaurs. But could a gun actually kill a dino, like a huge dinosaur? Like, think about it. I mean, it could. I feel like one bullet in a, a dinosaur that's like the the foot is like the size of your body is like not going to really do anything. When well, the you bullet's gotta get a bigger big. gun. Yeah, but I think it'd be like more like a bomb you'd need to like blow up a dinosaur. <laughs> to blow up a dinosaur. Yeah, I don't know if like one dinosaur. little tiny bullet's going to like kill a dinosaur. <laughs> like a T Rex. Like bam. Like then he's gone. Turns into a BB gun. Well, right? like I don't know. Like from the two other ones that you read, I don't agree with those nitpicks. Like I'm so, on your side. Like you're making me more into a bad dude. I'm <laughs> on your side. I didn't agree with those nitpicks. Mm-hmm. I have as I have storyline beef. I don't have nitpick beefs. Two and oh. To to an extent. To an extent. But the ones that you read, I'm on your side. We're friends. Fair enough. <laughs> I mean, I just... I am, though. Like, I totally don't agree with those. Again, I, I, I feel it's so ironic that the people who hate the show most are the ones out there writing all this stuff. Watching it in so much detail that they're nitpicking. Yeah, I mean, people are just so more much more apt. Like, if you don't like something, to go online and be like, meh. Because it's, like, more fun and exciting to do that. It's, like, gossipy. It's it's very so, easy. Yeah, yeah. I like, mean, on... Adam, Adam Kroll, I was listening to his podcast like last week or whatever, and he made the point that like don't review something if you know going into it that you already don't like it because he got some bad reviews. But the way that they opened up on a review of him was like Adam Kroll, uh, the like loud mouth know-it-all. So it's like they started out by already judging him, so they didn't judge the content. They judged him. So like, you know, um, if I hated sci- – like I like sci-fi stuff. Like I'm not like opposed to it at all. So if I hated sci-fi, you know, it would be – you know, it's like if someone hates sci-fi and then goes and watches this and then writes a review. It's like, well, you hate sci-fi anyway. You're going to hate this. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, like, it's setting up for failure. Um, Where was I going to go with this? Um, I just I just think um, – I mean, oh, literally. So there, when we first kind of started AfterBuzz, we wanted to see if other people were kind of doing this concept of after shows. And there was literally a Madman podcast that these guys would get together, like, I think, like, three times a week, even though the show airs once a week, and they would go on for an hour and a half talking about how much they hate it. Like, okay, you're wasting your time. You're wasting my time as a fan. And so, like, why? You know what I mean? So why? I do, If you don't like the show, don't. Right. You know? Turn it's not TV, for you. Right? Um, but yeah, for but the- people are weird in this world. There's caters for everything, and they love to, like, let you know. And I that- swear. Yeah, I mean, it's... Mm-mm. They'll sometimes you know, it's entertaining if someone hates something and you're watching them get, like, passionate about it. Well, it's if like, you're, like... Sometimes in, it's, like, uh, a good form of entertainment. Yeah, but a lot of times they're serious and they're not joking, so it's not really funny. I well, like. yeah, it doesn't have to be hilarious. I mean, I think in terms of this show, I think it is, you know, um, I'm glad to see that people do think it's getting better, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that was a consensus on the Sixers. Like, it, like they felt like this woke it up. And I think, I mean, I think we knew that from the beginning. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, that was the problem that was presented was the Sixers versus Terranovians, and that would be the overall thing. 
Um, and so, yeah, I think we knew that. At least us, the collective four. <laughs> we knew. We knew. And so, you know, I don't think it's any surprise that, okay, yeah, fans are now starting to say that it's getting better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. I'm looking forward to the next one. Well, speaking of uh, looking forward to the next one, I don't know if we've ever, I don't know if we've come to any hard conclusions or what we accomplished, but uh, nonetheless, uh, Kendra has an amazing special segment. But before we get into it, spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Wow! So yes, no, we, we got to make sure fans know that it is a spoiler. Yeah. Warning out. Right? No, you know, if, if you don't want to know what the show, where it's headed, um, I might walk out myself, actually. Really? <laughs> okay, go. No. I have to sit through this now. <laughs> well, and it's, it's, you know, it's a spoiler to some extent, but we won't have full answers to it. Um, the first being that um, there will be another dinosaur that's rumored to um, be killed. Sorry, everybody. I know you oh. love the beloved dinosaurs. And um to that I have unnecessary roughness. <laughs> <laughs> no, you should have done that when you threw the thing at me. <laughs> no, that was not Oh yeah, that wasn't unnecessary. necessary. He thought that was it wasn't necessary. Unnecessary. That's it was good. not That's good. necessary. That's a good rebuttal. You should have one that says necessary. Yeah, right. I necessary right to the next time. Um but the bigger spoiler is that one of the beloved cast members will die by the end of the season. Wow. Do you know who? No, and they they haven't revealed. The producers haven't said who, but they said somebody will die. Wow. It better not be Taylor. So <laughs> I <life> can't be. <laughs> can't be Taylor. Yeah. We'll hold so down the colony. I think gym. it might. I think it might be. Uh, who, who's what, who's your guess? I don't know. It, it's it's hard to tell. Cause, I mean, I could guess and just randomly guess anyone, but I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What's your gut? Tell you. Maybe the bartender. Yeah. Well, I think it has. <laughs> does it have to be one of the Shannons? Family members. Uh, I, I think well, it might be um, Commander Taylor. I'm gonna nah, say. Nah, I think no. he's in for the long run. Yeah, oh, I hope not. Maybe. <laughs> maybe stresses Mira. me out thinking about it. Maybe Mira. Remember with our guess that something with her was it her daughter or her son? Her oh, wait, trying is this to go in back. Next episode. Maybe she'll try no, to, no, no, by the end of the season. Oh, by the end of the season. Yeah. You said yeah. Maybe she'll try and go get her daughter and yeah. die in the in between or yeah. something. Maybe the son. Daughter, son. Is it the, well, no, the son of the Shannons, the, uh, the boy. Oh, trying to yeah, get his will. girl. Yeah. Little Romeo Juliet. All right. Well, is that all we got for spoilers? Um. Yeah. I'm sorry. That was. That was <laughs> <it>. <laughs> I know I hyped it all spoilers. up, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Gabby, um, what do you want to do first? DL Dino of the week or news and gossip? DL Dino. All right. Let's see if I have a. Uh, I don't have a. Sp- bumper for it, but uh, let's see. Why don't I do this, this week. <laughs> I'll do Our this Our systems one. detect that a host has wandered off the subject. Please return at once. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. So yes, let's do DL Dino of the Week. So I picked this dino because when I came across it, I thought it was extremely interesting um, because um, it had a different body type than most dinosaurs. <laughs> it clearly did. Uh, you guys can't see it. But um, I'm going to pass around a photo to the rest of these. So everyone can see. So this is the dinosaur. It's called Brontomeris. 
That boy's got to get to the gym. Yeah, basically what that means is uh, thunder thighs. And I don't know what language that, I mean, whatever they named dinosaurs after. Um, But anyway, so this type of dinosaur, um, by the hip bone, there's like a huge area that attaches to the thighs that's bigger than most dinosaurs. And pretty much these thighs are like twice the size of a normal dinosaur's thighs. And the weird part about it is um, that I think normal dinosaurs have, you know, a thicker back muscle in their legs, but this is in the front. It's thicker. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like clunky. Yeah, and so, he's got ankles. some cankles. So it looks like the dinosaur from the first Jurassic Park where um, Dr. Hammond says, welcome to Jurassic Park, that moment. <laughs> yeah, it's like that magical. Dinosaur. So imagine if you had, you know, at your disposal a CG thing and, and were able to extend the thighs. That's what this, right? Correct? Is that how this it's looks? Yeah. Thighs. I would yeah. say so. And it's got tiger stripes. Yeah. Yeah, it has stripes. And it's actually weird because... It's got all the makings of a housewife. Yeah. How do we know it has tiger, tiger stripes? Like, what do we... <laughs> <laughs> well, it has some type of stripes. Maybe not tiger stripes, but... But, but no, I'm not, like, asking you, like, how you do we know? How? Like, how in general? How oh, do we, like... that's actually a really good point. Right. How do? How can they tell on the skin? Because the skin's not there. Maybe, like, parts... Yeah. Maybe... I don't know. I want to say, like, something with the fossils and the bones, maybe... But how how does your I don't know maybe we can get I, it. I, I did I, say I read that um, early dinosaurs had yellow and white stripes, so I actually asked that question when I was younger at a um, at like the national his or like the history museum in like Chicago and I can't remember what they said but that was a question of mine and there was an answer. <laughs> Good story. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. That was Peter. Sorry. This is gonna get weird. <laughs> But yeah, so I'm not really sure. I would think that this dinosaur wouldn't be a very fast runner, but apparently, like, it was either, they either consider it, like, unusually athletic, or that it just had, like, you know, long legs. I don't know. They're not really sure of, like, purpose. Do you think a lot purpose. of dino women wanted to date, like, have you seen that thunder thigh? Well, you know what? It's like humans, like, some people like thicker women, or, you know what I mean? Rather than, like, stick skinny girls. So, some dinos probably like thicker dinos. <laughs> So, so only natural. Was its defense to kind of go on its front legs and kind of kick with its hind leg? Like how? Why, I mean, why were the front leg muscles bigger than the? See, that's something I can't explain, and I don't think they're really sure either, like okay. the scientists. But um, I mean, that's why they say this animal is pretty unusual, and it was unusually athletic. So, hmm. I mean, I don't know. We weren't around then, so I couldn't tell you, but. I'm sure that was used for other reasons, but it, going into that, it's actually. It's a carnivore, right? Um, no, actually, it's not. Herbivore? Yeah, I think it, um, what was in the family of, like, sauropods, I think. One but po- I don't, yeah, I think it was plants. I do have a question, just in general, about dinosaurs. Um, how did they, herbivores, get enough nutrients to feed their massive bodies on just leaves and stuff i mean just like lots and lots of leaves how do whales get nutrients they eat tons of tiny tiny little plankton right it's just hunt they just have to eat a lot yeah it just seems like you need some protein to keep those muscles going (laughs) actually can i go back to something kendra when you asked what about the legs and whatever Mm -hmm. it says that um like by this article which i think is the it's the telegraph uk um, uh, it says uh, that, you know, males would fight for certain females with other males. So they would use their legs probably, they think, yeah. you know, because of the dominance role 
to uh, fight another male for a female like with their boxing. legs, with Ooh, those I thick like thighs. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to add that thunder in. That's thighs. funny. The thunder thighs. <laughs> but anyways. That would be interesting. All right. Well, that is your deal, Dino of the Week. Want to get the yeah. news and gossip? Might as well. After Buzz TV News. That's you. So, <laughs> um, I mean, we already talked about this, but last week for episode four or five, whatever you want to consider it, um, we, we had eight million viewers. And right now, we are in third place for network ratings. It's ABC, CBS, and then Fox for shows. Um, and just to let all these, you know, Terra Nova fans know, there is a TV Guide magazine contest for Terra Nova. So if you're a huge Terra Nova fan, you should get on Facebook and go to the TV Guide magazine page because you can vote, sign up, and vote every day till October 31st, Halloween, for the cast of Terra Nova to be on the December 12th issue, I believe. Very yep, cool. December 12th. So you should do that so we can see our lovely castmates that we love so much on the cover. And something else, part of news and gossip that I thought was interesting when I looked up um, online. Um, we just had Comic-Con this month in New York, and um, the executive producer, uh, Brandon Braga, was attending, and they did a screening of this the latest episode. Um, and basically, he there's a quote online about something he said. Um, basically, Terra Nova... Um, some, he said that something else is afoot. Clearly it has something to do with the year the pilgrims came from. It's nothing good, but you'll have to keep watching to find out what happens. And he said, what I find interesting about Mira is that she's not so different in her motivations as the Shannon family. She just wants a better life for her family. So I just think it's interesting because um, there's like the whole pilgrim thing. I think that brings up a lot of, you know, questions and yeah. kind of, I mean, do we think the Sixers could be those people? You never know. You never know. And then also, um, and that's, yeah, that's explaining the difference between the Sixers and the Nova. But also what I thought was really cool is that on set, you know how all the dinosaurs are like CGI'd in and they use green screen effects. Well, they use dinosaur stand-ins. Where they have a guy holding a dinosaur puppet on a stick for the actors to interact with. Mm-hmm. It's kind of funny. Like, could you imagine, like, trying to be serious with, like, a puppet dinosaur? <laughs> Bro, I'm going to kill you. And it's, like, a puppet. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought that was Wait, really how interesting. Did it go? <laughs> no. Oh, sorry. I have no idea. I'm not going to do that one again. I'm just Bill, how did it go? <laughs> I'm not on I know, camera. He's off. So, there you go. <laughs> you can make the sound effect. <laughs> But yeah, so I thought that was pretty interesting. I mean, they must be talented to be able to act around puppets, right? Yeah. Be serious. Uh, Yeah. I had a question about the TV Guide contest. Are they going up against other casts? Yes, other shows. So it's basically you got to vote for your show that you want to see on the cover. So yeah, you got to vote. Very cool. Um, I also did hear this that. there's going to be another pilgrimage that comes to Terra Nova by the end of the season. The I 11th. think we might have talked about that. The 11th, this. yeah. Yeah, we talked. You Last it. week, yeah. yeah. So there you go. Bring in last <laughs> week's episode for those of you who missed it. Yep, yep, um, yep. Is that all the news and gossip? Well, actually, I do want to say I looked up episode breakdowns through November 21st, 
And in episode, well, I guess our episode eight, yeah. <laughs> the, it's titled Verse, and it says that Taylor searches for the Sixer Mole within Terranova. So um, there's a, a mole, and I really have a feeling that it's Sky, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm going to put any it money is, down. I, I think it is. I think it's Sky and definitely the bartender. And Yeah, well, the bartender, I think he's just trying to make money, like dirty money, but I think Sky's the mole. Mm-hmm. I have a few things I could piggyback off of her. All right, go ahead. <laughs> um, in terms of episodes, there's going to be another one. I think it's December 2nd where they're going to be off. There, there's going to be no show that day. And the two-hour finale is on December 19th. So. Oh, that's a few days quick before season. my birthday. Yeah. This fast. Yeah, I know. But And there are talks, you know, they're trying to figure out if they're going to have another season, whether it'll be 13 or 22 episodes. They don't know. But we'll have to keep tuning in and supporting to find out. I think um, there's some. I mean, I would like to see 22, but I don't know if it's going to be feasible with those production costs. And that's what they mentioned. Too. Um, so if you know. if they don't go 22 and they just do 13, there's still that's still possible to do a second season, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what I would like to see, I you know, kind of like whenever uh, it may. S- like with cable shows, there's that kind of year-long wait period because they are 13 episodes. So it it might be nice to really use that time. And, like, uh, again, this show was a lot of years in the making, so they may need that. Um, it may be too big, rigorous a pace to do 22. Right. So I wouldn't want the show to suffer. <laughs> anyway, anyone else got any news and gossip? Kristen. Nope. Anything? <laughs> She's defeated. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, I give up. I wave the white flag. <laughs> well, why don't we get into our predictions in that case? And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. <laughs> All right, guys. I predict we have to. I mean, I'm so glad we have another episode next week because then Kristen just starts shit talking everything about the show. I'm not and... shit talking. I just don't think it's fun to say everything's perfect and great. I don't think everything's perfect and great either. I mean, obviously it's not. We got to deal with the Sixers. We got to deal. Like, with... Yeah, it's fun to deal yeah. with reality. Well, I think actually, while we're on that, we should let all our fans know that we're doing an episode on Tuesday. We decided, right? That's right. Tuesday. So that and... nobody watches Monday thinking we're going to be, you know, on UStream. <laughs> so Tuesday, guys. Tuesday. Tuesday at 10 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. That's a yes. bit late for our East Coast viewers, but hey, it's we're always kind of late. Unfortunately, we don't get the. East Coast feed for network shows, so it's yeah. it's rough, we know. Yeah. But uh, actual predictions for next week? Wait. I mean, I think we'll get more answers, hopefully, about Mira um, and her offspring. I keep forgetting is it it's, it's her daughter. 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 Yes. Um, hopefully, get more in detail with I think Maddie and her love interest. I know you're anti the love interest stuff. No, I, I just want to see. You know, I want to see it develop within kind of some greater context. And I think, you know, we will start to see that kind of love blossom in um, action sequences. You right. know? Yeah. And then um, Sky, I think we'll learn a little more about what how she's involved somehow with the Sixers. And I think we'll just have more answers, you know. I think we'll have a few more answers, but a lot more mystery as well. Kristen? I'm hoping that they... Um 
reveal a little bit more about Commander Taylor because I think there's just something off with him. Well, that's where they're going there with it anyway. With <laughs> communicating with that's a future episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, or several. Yeah, no. Yeah. So I don't um, think they'll reveal it obviously in the next one, but I hope that that's um, there's more uh, detail about that. And then I also um, think that we are going to figure out that Sky is the mole. I think yeah. they're going to reveal the mole next. That time actually, that's all in that one episode verse. Uh, Eight, Commander seven, Taylor is looked at in a different way. So. Yeah. It's all in that one episode. So we can Which... look forward to episode eight. Yes. First. <laughs> all right. Episode eight. Well, uh, I don't know. I don't have any predictions, but uh, I, I, I... Yes, you do. Well, no, I, I do. <laughs> I, I agree with you guys. I think we'll get a little bit more on Commander Taylor, and that's where it's been headed. Like, you know, we, we always knew that he was kind of a she... Like, the, the first uh, episode, we found out that he had a son that he has obviously seen, so he, there was going to be something with that, obviously, and... and and it's all going to tie in together. And I think the nitpicking stems from frustration. We want to see these things. Well, you got to wait. got to wait. Patience. Yes, patience is a virtue, Kristen. Correct, guys? <laughs> yeah. I guess we can. Oh. Oh, well, uh, before we wrap out, why don't we, um, you know, promote yourselves, guys. You guys are amazing hosts. I love having you guys along with me. Oh. Um, so why don't we... Go uh, left to right. Well, my le- uh, my left yeah. to right. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I was going to say we're actually also working on um, getting some of the cast members in to kind of talk to, to us. So that's something on our agenda. Um, other than that, you can check me out on my website. It's www.kendrickcabasel.com. <laughs> it's K-E-N-D-R-A-K-A-B-A-S-E-L-E.com. You guys can uh, check out my blog. It's what the small stuff with Kristen.com, clearly. And uh, <laughs> also, if you guys live in Los Angeles, come out to comedy show at the Improv this Saturday at 8:30. Um, it's ten dollars, but if you wear a Halloween costume, you'll get five dollars off. Or if you use the word "boo," which seems a little bit easier to me <laughs> than dressing up, but dressing up is fun too. Um, so uh, that's again comedy without a cause at the Hollywood Improv this Saturday at 8:30. Awesome. So, my name's Gabrielle, as you all should know. Uh, follow <laughs> me at Twitter, on Twitter, Gabrielle, G-A-B-R-I-E-L-L-E, correctly, <laughs> underscore Loren, L-O-R-E-N. And you can also go to my Facebook public page at Facebook backslash Gabrielle Loren and the number one. And I post all my red carpet videos because I interview a bunch of celebrities on the red carpet. We just had three events this past week. Um, some fashion shows for LA Fashion Week and we interviewed some Disney stars and, you know, young Hollywood. So check that out and go to my Facebook page and stay tuned. Alright, well, as always, thank you, girls. Um, I can't wait to be back next week for another amazing episode, another I'm, I'm kind of bummed that we won't get to do it on the show. But, like, again, why would they pick Halloween? I don't know. But, nevertheless, we will be here for you fans. Um, tune in next week. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. From do producers that. Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. If you have questions or comments, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzzTV. 
The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.